0: But you do have the ability to take a moment of being with your spouse and being deliberately mindful of whatever it is that pleases you in that moment.
1: What is mindfulness and how can it help your marriage? Dr. Noelle Nelson breaks it down and offers lots of tips to help you and your spouse. Stay tuned. Hey, can you feel it? The power your veins. We all live busy, busy lives and finding time to reconnect can be a big pain which is why we created the Hitched Wine Club, the only wine club for couples. What does that mean? That means not only do you get amazing wine delivered to your door or office, but you also get exclusive date ideas within each shipment. There are no membership fees. We offer 100% guarantee on every bottle. We have free shipping on all of the wine club levels and we have different levels for different price points and we work with more than 300 different wine clubs so it's almost like you join 300 for the price of one and many of these wines you can't get anywhere else other than the winery or their exclusive wine club. So go to hitchedmag.com, click the wine club link, and see how we can give you back just a little small piece of time to reconnect and hopefully inspire you to do more. Again, that's hitchedmag.com. Click the wine club link on the homepage to learn more. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined with the always lovely, the always knowledgeable Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Noelle is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is the bestseller of many, many books, uh, including for relationship purposes, Your Man is Wonderful, and also Dangerous Relationships. Her latest book, Happy Healthy Dead, available everywhere, including places like Amazon, uh, has been blowing up. So congratulations, Noelle. Um, and Out of that success, Noelle has launched this Facebook page called Meet the Amazings, which is also uh, killing it. And uh, basically, this is a place where you will meet featured um, individuals doing extraordinary things and living life to the fullest at the ripe young age of 80, let's say. Um, There you go. And so – it's really cool. It's really inspiring. I think with all the things going on in the world, we could all use a little more inspiration. And because it's so easy to focus on the negatives of humanity, because that's what news is for the most part, um, it's really nice to get some stuff in my Facebook feed that isn't just Looney Tunes. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about your Meet the Amazings page. So congratulations on that. Thank you, Thank you again. Um, Moving on to today's topic, we are going to talk about mindfulness and meditation, which um, has been discussed as good techniques for self-improvement, better health, things like that. But you say, Noelle, that mindfulness and meditation are actually great techniques for a happier and healthier marriage which absolutely yeah so i think that's pretty i think some people might find that a little surprising because most people when they think like what's your what's the marriage advice you need, you, you know most people don't say meditate so i'm yeah. really i'm really excited to talk about this um so i want to know first and foremost how does that work and for starters is there a difference between mindfulness and meditation yes
0: there is absolutely a difference, and difference and that's a great place to start Steve because they have different impact on your marriage because of their difference okay so the easiest way to understand mindfulness it's about being present in the here and now which sounds really really easy Mm -hmm. but most of us aren't doing that (laughs) yeah most of us have about oh 80 percent of our focus elsewhere and maybe 20 percent on what is going on right here right now Mm -hmm. so mindfulness is essentially a a way of approaching uh, life if you will moment by moment uh, being present to what's in your face if you will and one of the easiest ways to understand mindfulness is to think about what happens when you drive um, a route or walk or jog a route that you have taken many times before Often you'll find that you are halfway to where you're going and have absolutely no recollection of what you did to get there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I have, mean, we've all experienced that one.
1: <laughs> I have gotten to destinations thinking, Oh wait, I, I don't even know what streets I was turning on.
0: That's right. And you don't if you if somebody asks you now, how did you make that left turn? Or if you were jogging now, did you come across a dog? Or anything like that, you'll you're like, uh mm-hmm. I don't know. So, that's a perfect example, if you will, of not being mindful, meaning you're not present in the here and now, which yeah. is not a bad thing. It's yeah. just something to understand, okay? Um, meditation. Meditation is very, very different. Meditation is quieting your mind. And what that means is actually to make like a blank space in your mind, okay? Which is really difficult because most of us have got that committee going you know, do this, do that, you did that wrong, and what do you think you're doing, and oh, I can't believe you did that, and oh, look, here's something. Cl- I mean, it just, it, it's just constant. Mm-hmm. So meditation is a way to essentially stop the chatter and let let your mind drift, but drift, if you will, without thought, which is very difficult to do, frankly. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds really easy, like, well, heck, I daydream all the time, but daydreaming isn't the same thing as meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, there are lots of different forms of meditation, but the one that I'm addressing specifically is the quieting your mind version. And we'll talk a lot more about it later. But as you can see, quieting your mind is not the same thing as being present in the here and now. Yes. So, right, so although there, uh, in a weird way In meditation, you are in the here and now. You're in the here and now of meditation. But really, it's easier if you think of the two separately because also they have very different impact on marriage.
1: So would you say that – like when I'm thinking of these two, I think mindfulness is an outward expression of being present whereas meditation is an internal presence of awareness. Give it
0: that way. Um although I think mindfulness does capture thought to a large degree so there's an an internal um part of it
1: but if I, you will. I well maybe okay so again trying to clarify so mindfulness uh-huh. when I think of it is um an address addressing my surroundings.
0: Yes. That would be a good
1: way of putting it. So where – so yeah. So mindfulness, addressing my surroundings, being present, being with my thoughts, with my surroundings, whereas meditation seems to be getting rid of all the outside noise and focusing exclusively on the internal guidance of whatever that may be.
0: And frankly, letting go of all the internal noise as well.
1: Okay. Perfect. Okay. And we can – As you mentioned, we will talk more about meditation, but I first want to hit on getting very specifically about mindfulness and how mindfulness can benefit your marriage.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Um, Mindfulness is actually something in regards to relationships, so to marriage, that we all do naturally when we're in the courtship phase. Now, think about it. When you're courting, when you're, you have that first blush, if you will, of attraction to someone, you pay exquisite attention to every detail of how they look, how they walk, how they talk, what they say. In other words, you are truly, truly present in mm-hmm. the here and now. As a matter of fact, people in love will often say that the world around them seems to disappear. Mm-hmm. You're in your own bubble is the other way it's been said, right? Yeah. So if you think about it, what you're all you're doing is you're being intensely present as to what is going right that second. And for most of us, you can remember that first kiss with the person who ended up being your beloved in, in incredible detail.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Now, that's because you were being mindful it mattered to you hugely and that was an automatic unconscious process now mindfulness is taking that ability and making it conscious so that today when you look at your spouse of 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 however many years you actually very deliberately say wait wait let me just really really appreciate her smile Mm -hmm. his laugh and you stay with that for a moment but that's what you focus on utterly and completely just for a moment see the thing with mindfulness people get trapped because they think oh my gosh now i gotta pay attention to every single thinking little detail every single second of the day and who has the time for that yeah that's true. Nobody. <laughs> but you do have the ability to take a moment of being with your spouse and being deliberately mindful of whatever it is that pleases you in that moment. Okay. It's, so, so, I mean, it's
1: can, really a concerted effort to be focused on what correct. is happening in your surroundings.
0: Yes, and choosing which part of your surrounding.
1: Oh, that's a good point too. Because like meditation, yes. it's a, it, there's a focus on getting rid of some of the other chatter that might be going on. So if you're in a restaurant, exactly. you're focusing on your spouse, not the conversation at the table next to you.
0: Correct. And one of the biggest complaints I hear from, from couples is, you know, we're there sitting at dinner and she's texting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or we're there sitting at dinner and he's, he's you know, he's texting. It's not a a gender related thing and that is not being mindful yeah i mean apart from the fact that many many couples consider it disrespectful it is not mindful and so what you want to do is choose your moments of course we all have lots to do but you know there's no reason why when you're sitting on the couch watching tv you can't just for a moment be mindful of the feel of your spouse's hand in yours Mm mm-hmm just for a moment really really appreciate it get into it enjoy it and then let go i don't mean of the hand i mean yes <laughs> in other words one of the examples that that uh, one of the gurus of mindfulness uses is he he has people practice eating a raisin
1: who who would this be
0: and I think that's, you know, I knew you were going to say that. I think it, it
1: starts with a Z. It's okay. Zoll
0: or Zandras. It starts with a Z, and we can look it up, and we can post it you okay. know, on the on the Hitch mag thing later. Um, it, it's one of those funny names I have trouble remembering. Okay. But anyway, the, he says, just eat a raisin. Now, don't just stick the thing in your mouth and swallow it but literally feel the texture of the raisin feel your your teeth biting into the raisin now feel the difference between the pulp and the skin of the raisin now feel. i mean he goes into this exquisite detail well that's what mindfulness is so when you're sitting there on the couch with your spouse if you really just for a moment hold their hand or you know whatever it is just for a moment with that degree of attention you'd be amazed at how you keep falling in love with them over and over again.
1: Yeah. No, that I love that example um, about mindfulness of eating the raisin because you see this a lot. So I'm obsessed with this Netflix documentary series called uh, Chef's Table. Uh huh. For any food nerds out there, it is amazing and you have to watch it. They just – put out their second season. It is like the greatest food porn on television. It's amazing. (laughs) Um, But what they do is they, so they go through, and this will all tie together, I promise. They go and they focus on a single chef and what is their kind of extraordinary thing that they do to elevate cuisine, essentially. And one of the things that you notice is that in some circumstances, they have some theatrics that they bring to it. Um, but in most instances, the food is not so much that it's complicated, but that they get you to focus on the simplicity of the food. And so when these people sit down, it's like what you're eating is just like a tomato. But mm-hmm. they have done – created such an environment that you're – real. first off, it's the greatest tomato you've ever tasted by some of the things that they've done to it. Like I don't want to discredit like the – Cooking ability that they do to these things. But one of the things that they do is they create this environment where you are mindful of that tomato. You are focused on that tomato. And so you are savoring every bite of that tomato, um, which enhances the experience. And it might be too that it costs so much money. And so you want to savor every bite of that tomato. But that is part of the thing that I think elevates that experience. And, you know, so when you're focusing on that raisin, you will remember. Like how good that raisin was or wasn't, perhaps.
0: Well, you'll remember everything about it, that's for sure. Yeah. So imagine you're sitting there at the dinner table with your spouse, and rather than listening with half an ear to whatever they're saying about their day, you really listened with all of your being. Mm -hmm. You listened with both of your ears. You kept your eyes focused on your spouse as they're talking. You made no effort whatsoever to respond. Instead, you simply really, really sought to listen to the words, understand the experience. That's being mindful in that moment. Think of how that would improve an already fantastic relationship, for example.
1: Yeah. One of the – another tip that I have, and this goes into the texting at the dinner table or whatever, is because we have so much digital chatter constantly trying to pull at our attention – um whenever i 'm having a conversation with my spouse, and we both do this, and it 's a habit that we both try to consciously break, I will take my phone and put it in my pocket, or I will flip it over so the notifications don 't um distract me from the conversation that we 're having you know now, and obviously we don 't do this with every conversation that we ever engage in because you know sometimes they 're just Passing conversation like, what do you want? And it's, you know, looking up from the text message. Oh, that sounds good. You know, continue on. But when we're talking about our day or how did that meeting go or whatever the case may be, and when it becomes like one of those more serious conversations where we really want to hear each other, we do. And if, by the way, and if I'm not being good about it, um, she will say something and vice versa. And we don't take offense because these companies, Google, Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, they are all putting hundreds of millions of dollars into grabbing our attention. And they have done research and all sorts of crazy things to figure out the best way to get you to notice some push notification, let's say. So there is an effort to distract you. So you have to make an effort to be mindful.
0: Correct. So to go, to go one, one tiny step further with how mindfulness can enrich your marriage is think about making love to someone to whom you have made love for many years. Mm-hmm. If you are mindful while you are having that initial kiss or that initial touch, if you're really, really mindful of what's going on, I guarantee your pleasure will go times 100. Mm. so will theirs Mm -hmm.
1: no that is a great that is a great point yeah and that's something everybody listening can try tonight absolutely (laughs) and have fun with it that's right yeah Um, let's talk meditation sure how would how would you use meditation then to benefit your marriage
0: okay very very differently okay think of meditation as a way of clearing things out Okay, so it's almost the opposite of being mindful. So one of the primary ways is to decrease the stress of your day, whether that's your work out in the world day or your work at home day, doesn't matter, but decrease the stress of your day before you meet up again with your spouse for the evening. Okay. Another way will be to use meditation before you have something uncomfortable, painful, confrontational, difficult. To share with your spouse.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And lastly is to release the day totally before you get in bed either to sleep or to be intimate. Okay. So those are the three primary ways to use meditation in, um, in a marriage situation.
1: Okay. And I'm sure there are a lot of people listening to this who are thinking to themselves – Meditation sounds really complicated, um, and I don't want to spend an hour uh, practicing meditation before I go to bed. I barely have enough time to read my the book that's been sitting next to on on the uh, on my little thing next to my bed for the last three months. So, what would you say to those who just think it's too complicated or it takes too much time?
0: I would say that's one of my favoriteest things to talk about.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Because meditation is so easy when you really get it back to basics, kind of like your tomato. When you get it back to basics, of all it is is clearing your mind. It's not a big whoop. What you do is you simply sit somewhere, okay? Okay. And it almost doesn't matter where. Personally, I think restroom stalls are great because no one will bother you. It's mm. you just Sit for a moment in your own bathroom or in a restroom stall and close your eyes and take three breaths and then in your mind put either a candle flame or an ocean scene, something that you find soothing. It doesn't matter what. Okay. And you just sit with it and you simply focus on that candle flame in your mind or on that beach scene while you're breathing for about one
1: minute
0: another deep breath and you're done
1: so you can do medi- so you can do meditation in one minute and reap yep. the benefits and so <clears throat> just yep. so I'm, I'm, I'm clear on this I, so I I find a quiet place does it have to be quiet or does the meditation process quiet the noise around like the actual physical literal right. noise around me
0: the more you do this, the easier it is to block out everything.
1: Okay. So People, to start... when they
0: first start, can find it difficult to block out everything.
1: Okay. So in the beginning, at least in the beginning, try to find a quiet place, close yeah. my eyes, visualize something. Take
0: three s- deep breaths.
1: Take three deep breaths. Find a, a, a personal, visual, serene image, a candle flame, a beach, crashing waves whatever it might be with
0: it just one image and just just focus
1: on that one image okay and then just and then just focus on that image for about 60 seconds and that's it that's
0: right that's right now the trick is don't immediately start thinking the other thoughts right away after that (laughs) you want to keep yourself in that place of the serenity okay do you see because otherwise you you it it, it's you haven't done anything
1: okay should i should I set a timer or a clock or because I can think right now like if I close my eyes I'm going to think okay 1001 1002 like is it just do it and you'll you'll know it's not like you're going to disappear and have to remember where you were No, you'll just you'll just kind of come out hypnosis. yeah okay it-
0: it's not hypnosis. Um, hypnosis, require, which is a similar clearing, but it requires a, a, a deep relaxation technique, which this is not doing. This is, if you will, a light version of that, because the, the breaths alone, taking three deep breaths, which is mm-hmm. why they're important, alone will calm you from whatever. And then you take your, you take your image, whatever it is, but stick with the image. Okay. You don't have to count or anything. You'll kind of sense, okay, I'm done. Maybe it's less than 60 seconds maybe it's a little more you'll you'll just know and then just try to let yourself stay in that now more relaxed state okay to go to whatever the thing is whether it's going to sleep or being intimate or having a conversation or
1: coming home and so ultimately when you do the meditation this kind of like wipes your slate clean of some of the outside Chatter, so when you then meet up with your spouse, you can be it does it i 'm assuming that then would make it easier to be mindful
0: correct and easier to switch gears it 's okay. really basically a ways a way of switching
1: gears it's okay difficult
0: to switch gears without going through neutral correct
1: got it okay no that's no I love that that 's a great metaphor because you 're right it's sometimes when you're when you go to work and you 're super stressed out and you've had a super busy day. It can, it can be tough to just turn the doorknob, walk through the door, and shut it all down and hit – I mean really you're kind of like yanking Correct. the e-brake and it's like, well, I'm going to spin out.
0: Correct. You're absolutely right. So the, this is a way of going to neutral briefly because even – when you're driving, you don't stay in neutral. Mm-hmm. You go through.
1: Yeah. On okay. your way
0: to whatever's next. Same thing. And that's all it is, which is why, frankly, you can even do it, and I've been known to do this, standing in front of your own front door and going, Oh shoot. I need to I need to, you know, get to neutral here real quick. Yeah. And it literally takes less than a minute. Now I'm not talking about profound meditations where you're getting in, in touch with, you know, the inner divinity or whatever you consider to sure. be a higher source or whatever. I'm not talking about that kind of meditation. Yeah. This is a very deliberate shifting gears kind of meditation, which is why it can take just literally a minute.
1: Yeah, and I, you know, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna crisscross metaphors here. Uh, I feel like it's a it's a palate cleanser.
0: Yes, it is. Right, like Like, that sherbet.
1: Yeah, you you you've had this part of your day, the little meal that you snacked on, and now you're going on to the next, you know, dish, and you're cleansing your palate. Exactly. Well, this is awesome. Uh, Did you have anything else you wanted to add, or any final comments?
0: Well, the only thing is, I did remember the name of the author with the mindfulness mindfulness guru. Great. It's kind of a complicated name. Okay. Uh, It's John, spelled J-O-N. Okay. His last name is Kabat, K-A-B-A-T hyphen Z-I-N-N.
1: Okay about Zen? Which is where the Z comes in. Okay, yes. It, well, if there's a Z in a name, it kind of is the, the the thing that sticks out to you. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. But no,
0: other than that, I would say try it, try it. Mindfulness and meditation are a lot easier, simpler, and useful tools than most people realize.
1: Yeah, and one, one thing that I wanted to, to mention is, you know, these things take concerted effort in the beginning, but when you start being deliberate about it on an ongoing basis it requires less less and less effort like i I, i've had to um focus for a long time on being mindful and present in the company of others um because my mind would go all over the place and i would constantly be thinking about different things or like you know what we need to put on hitched or whatever it might be and i started having to to make that effort to be mindful of what is this person saying and you know what do they mean by that and really focusing on them and now it's it has become become habit like it it doesn't it doesn't require that same amount of effort and thought process to get there um but the mind uh, but the meditation thing that's that's pretty new for me um yeah. I used to I used to do some like meditation stuff when I was competing in sports. And this mm-hmm. was something that one of the coaches brought to the whole team at the time. And we would we would all sit down in like a dark room and we would kind of go through things and they would walk yeah. us through these like meditation practices and stuff and um and so I have done it in the past but never for the purposes of benefiting my marriage. So I'm actually really excited to to try this. Good. Yeah. So, fantastic. Ready to live the brand. Let's do this. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Noel. This was great. Um, I love learning new things, and I'm sure all of our listeners do as well. And so I want to thank you so much for your time and your wisdom. It is my pleasure. And before we go, I want to remind everyone that you have been listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert and popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad. Her latest book, Happy Healthy Dead, out now. Find it on Amazon. And if you love that book as much as I do, uh, follow her new page on Facebook, Meet the Amazings. There are really some inspiring stories there that you will find. Um, and, of course, she has other books on her uh, on relationships. Uh, the most recent is Your Man is Wonderful. And you can find that as well as many other uh, things that she does on her website, noellenelson.com you can also follow her on the social platforms um uh, i mentioned facebook but also on twitter at dr noelle nelson uh, of course, we have links to this stuff on our website, hitchedmag.com. Uh, we love hearing from you. We love getting your feedback. Um, we just love the engagement. And um, if you like this information, I would suggest the easiest way to get it, stay on top of it, including the podcast, is through our newsletter. And you can go to our website, hitchmag.com. There is a newsletter link or I think most pages actually have a newsletter box where you put in your name, your email address, hit sign up, and that's it. It's free. It's awesome. We give you a weekly newsletter um, with all the latest articles, an editor's note, um, and the most recent episode of the podcast delivered to you so you don't have to think about it. It comes to you talking about digital distractions, right? But we, you know, hopefully you also get some Uh, good information that helps clear out the rest of your day. So with that, thank you very much. Uh, Thank you once again, Noelle. It's always a pleasure and look forward to doing this again very soon. Thank you, Steve. Alright, that is going to do it this week. Take care, everybody.